Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Suspect episode. It is your host, Katie. I hope everybody listening had a very happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I hope that you were able to, you know, spend that time with your family, just embrace love and people that care about you. I, like I mentioned, stayed home in Colorado this year for Christmas. I did not go back home and visit my family, so you know, it was like kind of different. I didn't really do anything on Christmas, just kind of like watched football and binge some TV. So I definitely, um, I missed watching my little siblings open their Christmas presents, you know. I really enjoy like those kind of things, like being around family and watching people like their face light up when they got the thing that they really wanted or like, you know, just being in an environment where you know like people really care about you and they want to be around you and they want to spend time with you and yeah, I miss that. So um, I'll definitely be home for Christmas next year and hopefully I'll be able to go home and visit for my birthday in February. But I hope that you all, you know, really just like embraced that time this year, especially like after COVID and like the way the world has been for like the last two years. I feel like we as like a nation almost like appreciate family time and maybe like the holiday season a little bit more because of that. I know, like, some of us still probably dread, like, certain family members. There's no way to get around that, right? But for the most part, I really do hope that all of you embraced it and that you enjoyed it and nothing crazy popped off at your house on Christmas Day. Um, But if it did, let me know. If it's anything crazy worth sharing, let me know. For real, for real, for real. (laughs) But, yeah, I wanted to obviously, you know, apologize to you guys for the little bit of the spottiness and the routine with the episodes over the last couple weeks. Um, I feel like I always say this, right? Like, I have a lot going on. We all have a lot going on. Um, But I feel like when you're creating, it's a little bit different. Like, when you have a lot going on, like, it's hard to, like, sit down and still, one, try to be creative when you have, you know, your energy in all these different places, like, depending on what's going on in your life. But also, like, for me personally – I'm, like, bringing you guys, like, information that's, like, crucial to talk about. Like, information that I'm trying to teach myself, like, you, anybody listening, really. Like, anything I talk about the podcast, as you guys know, besides the Reddit episodes, which are just kind of play-play. But anything else that I talk about, like, cases or stories, like, current events, like, those are all things that I'm specifically picking to talk about because I feel like something in the case is bound to teach either myself something or you guys something or the legal system. I don't know anybody something, you know, like I'm picking these specific cases to like break down and be like, okay, this is fucked up. This should not have happened. This should have been handled differently. Like this is where the case started to go bad. Like this man was wrongfully convicted. Like, Whatever the situation is in the case, right? So when I'm bringing you this information, I have to make sure that personally my energy is 100% there because I don't want to get on the podcast and just start rambling and like not be full forced, like ready to like break down these cases for you guys because then what am I doing? Like what am I doing different? You know what I'm saying? Like what am I what is the point of my podcast just to get on here and read some notes if I'm not actually breaking down like what I'm thinking or what my opinion is or like what experts say or like you know what other people are saying about specific theories on the case so 
Yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to understand that. Like, so if there's ever like a week or two where I have not recorded, it's specifically just because I do have things going on. But those things are taking a little bit of my energy away and just enough energy away to the point where I'm like, okay, no, I'm here to teach you guys and myself and to do that. Yeah. But to do that, I have to mentally be in the right place. My heart has to be right. My heart has to be in the right place. And my energy has to be there. Like, I'm never going to sit down and record just to fucking talk. So, you guys know, if you hear my voice, if you have your little AirPods in or headphones or however you're listening through your web browser, Spotify on the TV, I don't really know. Just know, if you hear my voice, my energy is there, my head's there, my heart's there, and I'm fucking ready. (laughs) I'm fucking ready. The SpongeBob, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. (laughs) That's me when I sit down to record. Just know. Just fucking know. Okay, so like I mentioned, um, a lot happened, basically, like, from the fucking beginning of December. So the beginning of December, uh, my grandfather passed away, and I was going to sit down and record. And obviously, like I mentioned, I did not go back home to Florida, but basically I was – the family therapist for the next couple of days after that happened. So anytime like my brother or my dad or anybody like my cousins like texted me or like tried to call me, I really was like just trying to, you know, be available to answer the phone, be there for them, kind of talk them through whatever grief or pain they were feeling at that moment. So yeah, I mean, you can imagine that was a lot, especially considering like that was my grandfather too. So to walk them through all that and then still try to walk myself through all that. I just had like a good week and a half, like two weeks, like where I was like, fuck, like this is not good. Like, I mean, I'm doing okay. Like I'm still going, but like this is just taking a lot of energy out of me. I was feeling very overwhelmed to say the least. So then I'm sure anybody who watches football saw this, but then Demarius Thomas, um, who was my favorite Broncos receiver, passed away. Um, I think there's, like, conflicting reports on what exactly happened. Like, he either had a seizure and passed away or, like, a heart issue and passed away. But basically, he was at home and somebody called 911, but by the time they got there, like, he had already passed away. So um, I am obviously, like, a huge Broncos fan, so I – Liked him a lot when he played for Denver, and I was younger when he played for Denver, right? So I was just getting into, like, understanding football and, like, deciding who I liked as players and who was good and who, like, actually did shit for our team, and he did. So, and he was just a great guy. Like, you know, spent a lot of time with, like, charities and organizations here in Denver specifically for children and donated a lot of his time, money, and energy into those organizations. So, Just a great human aside from being a fantastic football player. So that happened, like, in the same week, I think. So I was just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, um, (laughs) yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, yeah, that was part of, like, the first two weeks of um, December that I was just like, oh, my gosh, bro. Like, this is ridiculous. And then last week I got to hang out with, you know, The little boy, I used to nanny, and that was super fun, and just enjoyed my week with him, getting ready for Christmas, did, like, some crafts with him, danced around to some holiday music, so, yeah, needless to say, even though I've said too much already, apparently, but the first three weeks of December were just, like, busy and overwhelming. I just had a lot going on, so I'm glad to be here with you guys now. After all that, 
the week of Christmas, like I mentioned, <laughs> I was binging some TV shows. I think I told you guys in the last episode I was watching like a lot of different Marvel stuff. Um, I finished all that. It was real quick, like two. <laughs> it was real quick, like two. <gasps> but guys, listen, I actually have a really, really good recommendation for you guys this week when it comes to TV. So, if any of you have HBO Max, you have to watch the show Love Life. I think there's, yeah, there's two seasons. Um, And each season is, like, centered around a different individual, per se. So, so the first season is basically um, about Anna Kendrick. And she, is basically about Anna Kendrick. And she plays this girl named Darby in the show. And so it's basically just, like, centered around, like, her dating experience and, like, love life and, like, all these different, like, scenarios that she goes through, you know, as a young lady dating and, like, getting older and friendships and different things like that. But, you guys, when I tell you this show is so fucking relatable. Oh, sorry, sorry. The second season has William Jackson in it, and it's, like, from a male's perspective, basically, like, dating, different relationships, scenarios, whatever. Um... This show is so fucking relatable, you guys. Like, I was on episode one crying. Like, I literally was crying. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is so crazy. Like, how relatable they made this show. But, you know, let me break it down for you guys. It's a little crazy because it's, like I said, it goes through all these different dating experiences and, like, friendships and, like, different, like, just things you go through as, like, an individual within, you know, your lifetime as you're figuring out, like, maybe who you are as a person or what boundaries you need to set with, like, certain people around you. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know, guys. I just think it's so good because I feel like a lot of times as people, you know, like, we have these different experiences and a lot of them are bad. (laughs) Like, let's not lie. Like a lot of them are bad and they make us angry. So we get to the point where like, you know, we hate certain people. So we don't actually ever look back and like maybe even try to reevaluate how this specific person like brought something to our life, you know, Um, whether that's like a friend, like family member, like romantic relationship, whatever the case is. So I just thought it was, like, so, like, cool and powerful to watch, like, Anna Kendrick. Why do I keep saying it like that? Anna Kendrick and William Jackson, like, have all these different experiences. Hold on. William Jackson Harper. William Jackson Harper. I'm so sorry. I should have been saying that, guys. Um, I have my thing pulled up here, but I, for some reason, like, his full name wasn't showing. So I'm so fucking sorry. William Jackson Harper anyway Marcus and Darby in the show it's interesting to watch both of them like have all these different experiences like dating like married like casual like hookups like whatever the case is but it's interesting to watch them have all of these different experiences and like really look back and like see how these different like experiences almost like shaped who they are like as a person like how they move, how they speak, like maybe um, different boundaries that they've learned to set because of those certain circumstances. So I don't know. It's just very good and like very relatable. Um, You know, we've all had like very good dating and very bad dating experiences, I'm sure. I'm sure we could have a story time about that. But yeah, so I mean, and then a lot of the situations that Anna Kendrick especially was in Darby in the show, I I very much related to like even like 
not so much the story sometimes the stories but just like the emotions and like the thoughts so like we're going into it like I very much so related to that so yeah that's my recommendation you guys should definitely check it out let me know what you think um there is two seasons um it's so good guys and it just shows how like we're always evolving as people and like how these different experiences like basically like add up and help us evolve into the young woman or young man or whoever like young or old that you're supposed to be so yeah it's something I'd probably watch over to be honest you guys very very good obsessed 10 out of 10 and also for any of you that are like YouTube fans if you watch like all deaf digital with like Kev on stage and like CP and like you know all those different people um CP is actually in it in the second season he plays Marcus who is William Jackson Harper he plays his best friend and it's so good he's like the healthy role model like best friend like I don't know I just love it I love that they give him like a good role um that he's like a healthy good husband good father and like I don't know it's just so good so good and he plays like his normal personality in the show too like exactly like what you see him as on the podcast or like any kind of YouTube video like that's who he is on the show so I just felt like it's very cool that he got to have one a role for a whole season but two this role that's so much like who he is so I appreciated that I appreciated that Definitely check it out. Like I said, HBO Max, let me know what you guys think. Both seasons are really, really fantastic. So check them out. Okay, so in the last episode, I did tell you guys that this week was going to be a Reddit episode. I just never got a chance, like I mentioned, to sit down and record it. It still is going to be a Reddit holiday episode. Um, Shit, I know we're three days after Christmas, but that's fine. It's still the fucking week of the holidays. So, um... Yeah, it's going to be a Reddit holiday episode. I found some pretty funny stuff, I think. Some weird stuff, too, but some pretty funny stuff. You guys know I have to sit down and, like, look for these. So I have to, like, read through things that are not funny or not entertaining, and I just have to, like, compile these and, like, find the ones that I think maybe are funny. I don't know. Some of them might not even be funny. But anyways, here we go. We're going to jump right into this Reddit holiday episode. So the first one says... A coworker at last year's Christmas party was telling all of our coworkers that they're weak and can't handle their drinks. She proceeded to get way too drunk and take off all of her clothes. She told our main boss to suck her titties, bent over, and showed us her ass. Told coworkers and she she showed us her ass and told coworkers she didn't like to kiss it. We had to call an ambulance to take her to the hospital. She quit a week later. Oh my god, I did these notes a couple weeks ago, so I actually forgot what I put on here. So that genuinely made me laugh. That's funny. I'm sure she did quit a week later. That's funny as fuck. See, this is why. You don't be doing risky shit with your fucking coworkers, bro. Y'all should know that by now. You keep work shit, work shit, strictly professional, and you do your play play shit with your friends. Like, you do not do that with your fucking coworkers. Unless unless you work, you know, with one of your friends that's also your coworker. But no, no, no. Not just, you know, as a group setting. Nah. Okay, next one was, when, when my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, my mom and her siblings put her in a home. She had been there for a few months, and the nurse would tell us so-and-so is her friend and things like that. Around the beginning of December, they just kept joking that this one gentleman was her boyfriend. On Christmas morning, one of the nurses calls my mom. 
I see my mom's face go from concern to complete and utter embarrassment. So now my curiosity is piqued. She hangs up and proceeds to tell us that the nurse said that they couldn't find my grandma that morning. She wasn't in her room or any of the community areas. On a hunch, they checked her boyfriend's room. They opened the door just as my grandma, naked as the day she was born, was climbing on top of her equally naked boyfriend and about to get it on. I died laughing as my siblings and later that day all of my cousins did too. Of course my mom and aunt were so embarrassed, but we were just happy that grandma was getting some. Well, almost getting some. <laughs> that's literally, I would be embarrassed too. Like if somebody called me about my mom. That's, I don't know, that's crazy. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Go ahead, Grandma. Go ahead, Grandma. She said, I'm old, but I still feel young. Okay, next one is, we had a new cleaner start one month before our party, and we obviously invited her. It was quite a nice theme, James Bond themed, so everybody was dressed pretty nicely. Vodka martinis at the door, big sit-down meal. The cleaner finished her martini in under five minutes, ordered more from the bar, drank that, ordered champers for everyone for being so nice, drank most of it herself, barely ate her food. She goes back to the bar, downs three triple vodkas and Cokes, and now she's very wobbly. She goes to the toilet, calls another woman a bitch and swings for her, calls that woman's friend a cunt and starts a fight. Our boss had to intervene and separate them. We get out of the toilets and they open up the dance floor. She gets up there dancing with barely any composure and literally moments after our boss says, at least no one knows she's with us. There's a call out on the dance floor for people in our company from her. She's screaming at us to come join her and she starts doing this weird dance and pulls over all of the DJ equipment causing massive feedback screeches. By now, our boss has phoned her husband to come pick her up, but in the next half hour, she drinks so much that she gets taken away in an ambulance just as her husband pulls up with her young, crying son in the back. Turns out, she was a recovering alcoholic, and she never told us. She never came back. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. I mean, I wasn't laughing because she's an alcoholic. That's not funny, but that's literally so awful. That's so awful. She saw her way out. She was like, fuck. Oh my god, that's terrible. That's so terrible. I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay. Okay, this one says, warning, long and gory. A few years ago, I was working Christmas night on an ambulance for that sweet double time. It's usually a slow night to work, maybe a few fender benders as everyone winds home from family gatherings, a tummy ache or two, but for the most part, people are sitting contently indoors, not causing any issues. For the first 10 hours, this night was no exception, so I wasn't really expecting to walk in on one of the nastiest, fucked-up atrocities of my career after such a relaxed shift. Just before shift change at 7, we get a call-out for an unconscious person in an alley by some dumpsters. It's a notorious homeless person alley, so my partner and I figured it's just some drunk urban camper who didn't fancy Christmas at the shelter. We mosey over, and we see nothing by the dumpsters. We poke around, get ready to leave, thinking that the patient must have ambled off. As we're walking away, a window from an adjacent house slides open, and a hushed voice tells us to check inside the dumpster. We look, and a disembodied head stares back, perched on a pile of trash. 
limbs are strewn about, dangling from a hacked torso by a thread as if the perp had tried to chop them off but got bored when it wasn't as easy as he had expected, or had lost his motivation after the head. Just fuck, dude. Not what you need to see on Christmas Eve. The worst part was, it was just utter senseless violence. Turns out the victim had been last seen at a Christmas party and decided to walk home rather than drive because he had a few drinks and wanted to do the right thing. Two blocks from home, a nutcase with no connection to him whatsoever just decided to murder him for no good reason other than that he wanted to know what it felt like to kill. Merry fucking Christmas. Oh my god. That is horrible. <laughs> that is literally horrendous. That's so terrible. Like, what a fucking psychopath. What would possess you to just randomly, like, ugh, fuck. It's awful. I forgot I put that one on here. <laughs> I told you guys I did these a couple weeks ago, so I didn't remember any of these. Fuck. Okay, next one is, at a Christmas dinner with a co-worker's family, we were pilots based in a small city and one guy's parents lived there and invited us over. There were four of us from work, the guy's parents and his grandma. Everything was normal until about halfway through dinner when the grandma started talking about how my friend's mom and dad, who were sitting at the table with us, do anal and started to ask them questions about it. The dad nearly died, and the mom's face was so strained to keep a smile on her face. <laughs> that is so funny. I'd be like, I literally would be hyping grandma up. I'd be like, you're right, grandma, you're right. Like, I, I would be instigating the fuck out of that. I love that. I love an awkward family Christmas dinner. I know, unpopular opinion, but I feel like that spices things up. Like, let's make shit awkward as fuck. Let's do it. Let's fucking make it so awkward that everyone's face is red at this table. That's what I live for. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Next one is a few years ago, I was working at a really big financial firm. They had a super glitzy, expensive holiday party with a lot of executives in attendance. One of the many assistants in attendance was around 25, and she got totally bombed pretty early on in the evening. She was pounding champagne and mixed drinks. Her manager, who she had a good relationship with, was doing her best to get the assistant under control. But you know how drunk bitches are. <laughs> she was loud, over the top, running around, hugging executives she did not even know. And worst of all, announcing how she'd love to bag her a CE daddy-o. Oh. She was sloppy and tripping over herself before 10 p.m. Eventually, her manager gave up and took her out, and she took her up to the room that she had booked. The party was at an upscale hotel. From what I was told, she put the assistant to bed and she spent the night sleeping on the chair and waking up every 30 minutes or so to check on her. Wow, that's really nice because every 30 minutes or so, that's dedication, bitch. <laughs> that's dedication. That's fucking dedication. <sighs> Needless to say, she was furious and embarrassed because this was her employee. When we got back to work after the holidays... When we got back to work after the holidays, the assistant was there, but by the end of the week, she was gone. From what I heard, she wasn't technically fired, but they basically told her to resign. People talked about it for a while, and the assistant was super embarrassed. What did I tell you all about these fucking holiday parties at work? Mm -mm. Y'all don't get sloppy with y'all's coworkers. That is not smart to do. That is not smart to do. That's how you lose your job. You fuck up your money. You fuck everything up. You fuck it all up if you do that. I've never done that. Never. 
Next one is, we had friends holidaying with us from Scotland, so we took them out for a traditional Aussie barbecue down by the river. My sister and her family joined us as well as a few friends. My sister and her family joined us and as well as a few friends. We'd been there for a couple hours when my four-year-old nephew suddenly disappeared. There were about ten adults around and none of us had seen him run off. We were in the middle of a large grass reserve, river on one side, and a wetland slash bird sanctuary on the other. And when we realized that we were one kid short, we all just fucking panicked. Yeah, as you should. After about 15 minutes of searching the area with no luck, we called the cops, hoping that they could help us find him. We didn't want to wait any longer due to being surrounded by so much water. It took them half an hour to get there. Of course it did. Other people in the park had rallied to us and had joined in on the search. We were all frantic, but none more than, but none more so than my sister. She was waddling through the canal that ran down the side of the bird sanctuary, screaming his name over and over. His name is Will, and I tell you, Stranger Things gave me flashbacks. <laughs> I had never been so heartbroken in my life. I was combing the shores of the river, hoping hoping against hope that I wouldn't come across his small body floating face down. But the longer he was gone, the more I started to think that at least then we'd know, morbid as that is. I was just beginning to give up hope, thinking that I'd never see him again. When we looked up and I see my husband walking across the grass, my nephew holding his hands. Ugh. The cop had been trying to calm my sister down. She had almost barreled them over to get to him. I don't think that there was a dry eye anywhere as we watched her hug her little boy. There was a playground in the park that every one of us had searched twice, but my nephew had somehow found his way there after we'd all searched it. To this day, we have no idea how he snuck away or where he was for those 45 minutes before he was found. Left us all rather shaken, and for the rest of their stay, we avoided all forms of water. <laughs> As you should. That's fucking terrifying. Oh my god, when kids go missing. Ugh. You guys, when I worked at the YMCA, like, um, so we would all have, like, different groups of our own kids. I think we had, like, fuck like 10 to no we probably had like 15 to 20 but there was like two group leaders like with each group but the fucking people at the ymca at least the one i worked at would like come around like you'd be you would have to take your kids because the ymca is like a big campus you know so you'd go from like the pool to like the soccer field to like the gymnasium to like wherever like wherever you were supposed to be at that time period to like the cafeteria whatever so the fucking like leaders not me I was like a group leader but like the managers and stuff at the YMCA would come around and they would literally just like take the kid that was walking last in line or like take a random kid and you had to like notice that and if you didn't notice it it was so funny because like you would have to like count your kids basically and make sure that you had like you know um, the same kids, all, every single one of your kids were there, like account for every single one of them every time you moved the line just to be safe. So they would come by and they would take somebody's kid and like they would take little Jimmy on the back and they would take little Jimmy up to the um, up to the front and they would like give him a snack or something. And then they would wait and see if you noticed. And if you noticed, like you would call in on the radio and they'd be like, yeah, Jimmy's up here. Like whatever. That's all they'd say. But if you didn't notice, they'd call over the radio and they'd be like, um, hey, Tiffany, 
you didn't notice that little Jimmy wasn't with you, so you can go ahead and get your stuff and go home for the day. Thank you. And they would say it on the radio in front of fucking everybody, bro. And there was like 50 employees because this was like a big YMCA that I worked at like back in Florida. So they would do this and they would call you out in front of everyone and everyone just knew you fucked up. Like they'd be like, oh shit, Tiffany just fucked up. Tiffany wasn't paying attention to her kids. Tiffany's slipping. Um, but yeah, it never happened to me, you guys, because I was on that shit. I knew where the fuck my kids were. I was like, uh-huh, mm-mm, no, no, no. We got a group leader in the front and the back. Ain't nobody taking my kids. We are watching every single one of y'all, and that's what we did. Like, But everybody else got fucking busted. I remember they, they, you would just see them walking out to their car with like the fucking most smug look on their face because they knew they couldn't say shit. Like They knew they fucked up. So yeah, missing kids is definitely a scary thing. Scary. Okay, I think this is our last one. Yeah, okay. So I put this one on here because you guys know I'm from Florida, um, Jacksonville, Florida. But there's a town probably like 20 minutes from Jacksonville, Florida, 20, 30 minutes. And it's Middleburg, Florida. And it's like the countryest, like in the middle of fucking nowhere, like hardly anything out there, like very, very like country place so i was on reddit and i saw middleburg florida and i was like wait 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 what the fuck um so i i just had to read this one because it says middleburg florida but yeah here we go so the most packed golden corral in middleburg the most packed golden corral in middleburg florida with my nana her best friend and my mom and dad when i was like 12 Middleburg is the middle of scenic nowhere. Half the people are missing teeth. Everyone is super country and redneck. Golden Corral is a gross buffet. It was filled to capacity, meaning it was super loud and you couldn't even hear your own table's conversation above the noise. We sat between two tables. On our right were two severely overweight women, one in a power chair and one who should have been, paired with a third person who had a trach hole from, I'm assuming, throat cancer. The sound of that breathing plus the smell of the two women was, no offense, nauseating. Every time they went to the buffet, they created a line and it took them forever to maneuver through the other tables and the crowd back to their tables. To our left were two alcoholics and their five loud-ass kids. I witnessed one of them stick his finger straight into the fucking mashed potatoes and then stick his fingers into his brother's mouth and feed it to him. They didn't notice, and they did not change the mashed potatoes. It was so fucking crowded. The parents were just boozed up enough to loudly tell their kids to shut the hell up and to stop making a mess every 10 minutes or so in between going outside for smoke breaks. I did not have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go to Golden Corral for a Thanksgiving either. Like, unless you, like, fucked the turkey and you, like, fucked the turkey up and you had, like, no other choice, you know? I wouldn't just be going to Golden Corral to go to Golden Corral. <laughs> Not at all. But, yeah, you guys, those were our, our little holiday Reddit um, stories this week. The next episode will definitely be a case. I'm not really sure which one I'm going to do yet. I have, like, a couple. I have some notes done already, but I also have a couple written down that I might want to do. So, I don't know, you guys. I really try to pick, like, the best case, like, the one that I think that you guys are going to learn the most from or be, like, the most interested in, like, want to look stuff up on. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. It'll definitely be a good one. I hope that you guys liked the Turpin episode. That one was fucking insane. I've still been thinking about that. Fucking insane. If you guys, per usual, have any, like, case recommendations, any kind of crazy stories, TV show recommendations, book recommendations, 
anything that you want me to know about, talk about, discuss, give my opinion on, reach out to me on the Instagram at Suspect Podcast or my personal at Katie underscore Kennedy. Um, either one of those I'll get back to you the quickest on. You can also email suspectpodcast1 at gmail.com. I check that. Not as much as I check the Instagram, but I definitely do check that. So if you're going to email me, like email me with like business opportunities, like ideas, stories, audio clips, something like that, you can send to me through the email. But if you have any like case recommendations or a chat, um, anything – Anything like real simple and quick, like reach out to me on Instagram. That's going to be the quickest way to get a reply. Um, Share this podcast with a friend. If you guys love me, you'll do that. Send it to three people this week. Tell them to check out three episodes, and I would love you for that forever. I definitely would. Last thing I'll say with promoting myself is, you guys, we hit 10,000 listeners this week, and I just want to say thank you so much to everyone listening to anyone who has shared to to anyone who did buy merch when I did that Uh, I'm gonna do it again soon for you guys listening we're gonna have like a new design new logo but for the first merch drop for those of you who did buy any kind of stickers shirts beanies I definitely appreciate you for that but yeah you guys our little suspect family's growing and I love it and I'm getting more case recommendations more people interacting on the socials whether that's personal or the actual suspect Instagram so I love interacting with you guys on social media. So please, yeah, make sure you're following along or messaging me or dropping a like, whatever you want to do. Last thing I'll say is that, actually this is the last thing I'll say with promoting myself, is that if you are listening on Apple Podcast and you have not left a review yet, please take two seconds to go do that. Um, Drop me a five star if you think I'm dope, which I think you should. Um, and leave me a review. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to hear more about, what you'd like to hear less about. Um, I'm all for constructive criticism. So please let me guy, let me know what you guys want to hear. This is for you guys, for me, for learning. So learning purposes, guys, learning purposes. What cases do you want to hear me break down? What cases do you want to hear me give my opinion on? Um, what cases do you think were completely handled incorrectly by police in the legal system, court system, all the way down. Like, what is not being talked about that should be being talked about? Let's talk about that stuff. So, um, I was going to talk about the Maxwell trial in this episode, but now I think that maybe um, that would make this a little bit too long. So, I'm definitely going to be dropping another episode probably early this week. Let's see, today's Monday. I'll drop this Tuesday probably record Tuesday drop another one Wednesday and I'll make sure that's in the beginning of the episode for you guys um because that's that's crazy I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with that but um we'll talk about it we'll talk about it anyways again thank you so much for listening share this with a friend leave me a freaking review please um stay tuned for the next merch logo slash drop whatever it'll be within maybe like a month or two I'll let you guys know But hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you guys um, are enjoying the holiday season. And we are almost done with this year, baby. We're almost done with this year. Hope that you guys have plans for New Year's, something fun. Um, 
I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. I will be drinking. I do know. I do know that. That I do know. (sighs) Anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in a day or so. Or you'll hear from me in a day or so.